You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dance Moms After Show. Hey everyone, it's Giselle. It's good to be back. I missed you guys last week. We just missed wanted you. To, oh, I missed you guys. We All totally you. did. Every like, single one of you. Legitimately. I really missed you. <laughs> How'd Jason do? He did good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He did good. I gave him really props. Good. You know, we had a building session during the, the last thing, and I'm, you're working the side pony today. I'm loving I, it. Yeah, side braid. A side, side braid, braid yes. pony. <laughs> pony braid, whatever. Um, well, hey guys, I just want to remind you that Bing is for doing, and today we are doing another recap of your favorite guilty pleasure, Dance Moms Living on the Dance Floor. want to introduce my lovely co-hosts to my left. Hey, After Buzzers, Jason J. Carter in the heezy fo sheezy. I'm so getting <laughs> I mean, appropriately I so for today's episode, which totally, we'll talk about later. Yeah, totally he has a lot of energy. He drinks Red Bull, and I just drink water. Hi, I'm Ryan Allen Carrillo. Thanks for watching. And I'm Brooke Papinga. <laughs> and we have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's just nice to be here again. Yeah, we love having you. And today, I'm really excited because we have a very, very special guest. Actor, dancer, performer. You may recognize him as a warbler on Glee. And yeah. he has some other fun projects, which we'll talk about. We have Mr. Samuel Garfield over yeah. here. Thank you so much for having me. Very happy to have you. And you usually watch Dance Moms anyway, right? Yes. You're a fan of the yes, show. definitely. Now, is this like something that you're proud about, or is this something that you like? <laughs> are you a closet watcher? Or are you a closet uh, watcher? I think I'm a little more of a closet watcher. I mean, I kind of like hate on it, but I'm still watching it like, yeah, this show. You, know? you can't <laughs> take your eyes off of it? Exactly. It's a guilty pleasure, like you exactly. said. Yeah. But why does it have to be guilty, though? Why can't we just enjoy some really bad television sometimes? Well, um, like did bad... you watch tonight's episode? It was amazing. Life, <laughs> life-changing. life I'll tell you why it's guilty, because you're taking pleasure at these poor children crying and getting, you know, run off the stage, screaming. <laughs> I mean, it does Broken my heart... foot, broken back. Does my heart well. I don't see it as a guilty pleasure. I see it as, like, a really bad car accident that you can't look away from. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, the fact, or the fact that, you know, saying you're a 24-year-old guy that's like, oh, I love watching, you know, 10-year-old girls dance across stage is not usually the best look. Right. Yeah, right. okay, all true. right. I point taken, point taken. But <laughs> present company, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Considering, <laughs> considering. All right, well, let's get right into it. We are in season two, episode 24. This one's called The New Girl in Town. Lots and lots of drama <laughs> on this one. Probably the trashiest, most, quote, hood episode Same. of Dance Mom Hashtag. I mean. that I've <laughs> ever seen. So, as always, we start off with the pyramid. Last week, we had the Abby Lee Dance Company recital where the candy apples <coughs> came, tried to stir up the pot. Um, Maddie won a scholarship, as did Mia for Most Improved, right. which normally means, okay, you're the one that sucks the most, but 
I really do feel like she's improved a lot, and it was well deserved. For sure. She was on the period. Or, per- <laughs> <laughs> she, she was on that the all period. Don't go bad. That would be all SBG. Something about that seat right there. I don't know. She was on the pyramid, the top of the pyramid, two weeks in a row. This week, I think, was the fastest pyramid ever. At the bottom, we had Paige and Brooke, who were both injured. And let's face it, Kelly has just... Why are you laughing over Kelly's there? injured as well. Uh, She's I mean, mentally dude, injured. That, that family is a train wreck. I like to refer to Paige as the boot and um, Brooke as hungover. <laughs> always, why is Brooke hungover? Dude, because have you seen the bags in her eyes? Every time they do a close-up shot of that poor girl, she looks like she just... I don't know. You know got, why? She's, she's got the bags in her eyes? No, it's because she's living that teenage life in the off hours. She has to be at the dance studio during her living hours, so I think she's pulling all-nighters all the time, trying to live her teenage right. life that she yeah. doesn't get exactly. to live. Texting. She's sneaking. On the internet. Making, making YouTube videos. She's up right. until probably four in the morning. Yeah. Hanging out with boys at school behind totally. the fence. Like, she's one of those girls. All that said, she looks a hot mess. Did you just all go ahead? Yeah. I mean, she's still beautiful. Also on the bottom, we had Mackenzie, who I was actually a little surprised that she didn't win the scholarship, but whatever. Um, and then we had Nia, who did win most improved, but you know, she's always got a little work to do. Abby always wants to keep them on her toes. Then we had Chloe, and of course, Maddie at the top. Yep, she's back. Mm-hmm. Always back. They have two weeks, and then they're going to Hollywood. I love how they said that. Hollywood. No right. one in LA calls it Hollywood. Hollywood. No, really. In fact, we don't go to Hollywood Ever. because it's too dangerous. Seriously, I like drive past Highland through Hollywood. No. Stop. Maybe I'll stop with the Chick fil A. Oop, my bad. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, we can't even. There's no point in even going there. It's so, so irrelevant. I was just there a couple weeks ago at Chick fil A. So excited. You're not supposed to eat Chick fil A, bro. Hello. Hey, come on. She might just want her chicken. Oh, what? We'll talk about awesome. right. chicken sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's stay on topic here. And of course, Kendall is not on the pyramid yet again. Do you guys think Abby's playing games with Kendall? No, I don't think she's playing games with Kendall. She hasn't auditioned to be on the competition team. <clears throat> but she is always playing games with Jill, it seems like, honestly, which affects her either way, you know? Right. I think Jill has definitely been putting on a pretty good game face, though, because she could be causing (laughs) and stirring up the pot so much more than she is, but she's really being true to herself, and I respected so much last episode how she didn't feed into Leslie's drama, that she was actually like, you know what, I'm here for my daughter, and she has yet to walk out, like, every other mom has. Well, Abby's going to teach her not to studio hop anymore. Yeah. Well, I think what they need to do is take out the glass doors in the front and just put a revolving door because it's literally just like a whirlwind and they'll Good leave, there'll be a wind gust and everything else probably could power the studio and because Kelly, you know, God bless Kelly and those two broken kids because she is the one on just on edge. She's screaming oh, and out of control. And I also think that like I miss when Leslie's not in the episode because she is, com- she just has zero you filter. You miss Leslie? She's yes. so out of control. Like, like nothing's gonna gonna power my little windmill quicker than Leslie being there. Oh but Nakaya helped take Leslie's place this week. I feel it was like a, a dark cloud. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to no, again. Yeah. No kind of racial. I'm listeners. I promise, no kind of racial innuendos are going sure. on in the show. But dark cloud. I mean, from the low, sheep. from the low. I mean, Nakaya came from St. Louis and was just like, you know, ladies, let's do this. Let's, let's rock and roll. And I loved every single minute of it. I'm literally vibrating with excitement we'll, right now. We'll get there. We'll get there in a minute. Yes, I, then I, I know. Just, vibrating. Just brace yourselves. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Abby gyrating later, too. Okay, so surprisingly, even though Maddie's at the top of the pyramid, she does not get a solo. Uh, Mackenzie gets a solo. Nia gets a solo. Chloe gets a solo. And then everyone 
is in the group number, including Kendall, including Paige, including Brooke. She wants everyone to come together for this competition. And interestingly enough, this number is based on an insane asylum, which we'll get to in a minute. But before they start really getting into the choreography, there's a new girl in town. So I call this segment Enter Divitude. (laughs) Because in come Kaya and... Nikaya, which whose is nickname just, Mimi. How confusing is that? First of all, well, we were confused, right? We're like, who's right. who? You know, like, and how unoriginal. But that's common in in certain in certain. Um, Are you stereotyping? You're no, about to stereotype. No, I'm not. About to, I'm just saying that's common though. Like, I have cousins that share names like that. So really, yes. Like my. Let's yeah. just call it Nick and Kai. They, well, it was Nini and Kai. Okay, so no, already, was, I'm already confused. It was Nini and Black Patsy. Right. <laughs> Inappropriate <Black> again. Patsy. <laughs> so but much was wrong with this episode. They come in the middle of rehearsal, and that's when Abby wants to audition her. What do you guys think about this? Like, she's she's storming in in the middle of rehearsal. She's not only doing that, but auditioning her in front of all the girls, in front of all the moms. I mean, don't they have annual auditions? Why does she get favoritism Be- over anybody else? Because she was at the show, and that's where Abby met her and actually invited her to right. come over to their studio and check them out. And she's new in town. She just moved there as well. I think, why shouldn't Abby bring in new people? Why shouldn't she create more competition, make the team better? I, I, also, I was going to say, I also don't think anything makes you better than competition. Word. So, like, if you are the best dancer there and you're the best one, you're not going to improve as much as if you have someone else mm-hmm. always pushing you. I mean, you, you feed off each other. I mean, I'm that way at the gym. If yeah. someone has a better body than me, I'm working out harder. You want to work out you. next to the exactly. harder. Yeah. I think Abby nailed it, honestly. Like, when she said that she brought it in to to make some waves you know the moms needed something new the girls needed something new we've all seen the same progression on the show each week it's what it needed you know and if you're that secure i'm sorry if you're that and if you're as the moms and the dance and the, the girls if you're that sickening ferocious and you're that secure in your talent sure bring somebody else in you know what i mean like the, right. the more the merrier you know what i mean well, the moms are gonna get a new fall gal now too you know, they've been fighting and bickering with each other. Now they have somebody else to point the finger to and all the contention between all of them. They're all on the same team now all of a sudden. Right. What did you think about her mom going upstairs and saying, well, you know, I think the dances are okay, but they're just not entertaining. Truth. It's fine, to be honest. But yeah. Well, well, why would you bring your daughter there then if you don't because, find them to be entertaining? No, no. She, Here's the thing, though, G. The thing... Okay. She said, she stated that she thought the dancers were great. The dancers were good. She said that the routines, yeah, they're technique wise. When when it boils down to it, if they there's some dancers that are technically amazing. Abby Lee's dancers are technically amazing. But she she was just speaking from the last week's competition, saying that it was boring to watch that competition. Not really saying that her dancers aren't good. And, she said they right. lacked divitude. You know, right, just right. that attitude, that personality, that individuality. We've been saying that and all my, season. My Her opinion soul. is too is you know she, the mom has obviously gone to a lot of dance competitions mm-hmm. and seen other studios and other work, and I'm sure there's other studios like you know, in other cities that are really really good, like maybe kids from New York, Miami, you know, LA, or even just seen like music videos. Like you've seen like older kids that really know how to dance and give it. So she has her opinion on as far as it being entertaining. But she, I mean, where is she going to go in Pittsburgh? And why can't these moms handle the truth and handle some honesty? Thank you. And right. you know, use it to make them better and say, take a look at it and say, you know, maybe she has a point and take their daughter someone and work on their facial expressions in the mirror. <laughs> I agree I with you. I do agree with you kid. there. I think she was being honest. At the same time, it's like, why would you, first of all, bring your daughter there? So obviously she, I mean, she did say, she was like, well, I do think Abby, you know, does have great dancers, does have great take, etc. But then also, you know the show. Like, you went to Abby Lee's recital because you know the show, you know the reputation it has, you know what Dance Moms is all about. So why go in there and start pushing at the buttons that you know are going to 
you know, spit out fire back at you. That's because she knows the show. Right. Yeah, this is not the pilot <laughs> episode. I don't know if she's trying to push well, buttons. Yeah. She's being herself, and right. she's honest. That's who she is. I think but, for the sake you know? of the show, I don't think she. I don't think she was thinking about oh, this show like this is for television. Let's let, let's let's extrapolate our, our thought process from that. Let's just think about her being a mom with a daughter that she wants to dance in this in this in this company. I think the reason why she brought her daughter to Abby Lee's is so her daughter could show them all up because you, you remember she kept saying Abby, give my daughter a chance to show you how how amazing she is and and <clears throat> sorry and how ferocious she is so she could put her daughter in the spotlight so it's like fine she thinks these girls suck my daughter's like the savior the messiah she's of cute, the answer. but she's not that cute but we never got what a chance go, to yeah, see, we her. see her we really. see her really go full out go full, right. full speed ahead yeah. well the mom was obviously missing a little tact i think that's the right they're word. all right. missing yeah. tact though she fits in perfect i get it but I, i'm going with her point saying that like she's she's let there five minutes like you got to just like be there a week you know talk no, to someone well, hang go out. hard or go home but go even, hard or go home no no no, no. but the thing is you know, think about when Jill first came into the picture. She was manipulative. She played the game, but she did it a lot more skillfully. Strategically. I think. Strategically, yeah. yeah. But Black Passies from the hood. They, <laughs> they, they go straight for the jugular in St. Louis. That's how they roll. That, it's do or die. It really do is. Do or die. Thank you. Literally. And, well, and sometimes you have to be that aggressive. It's black or white. Who has time to play? Again. Who has time right. to play? No game? <laughs> There's no shade of gray there. Have you ever been to St. Louis? I've been to I've the loop twice. Been, yeah, okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about Abby having her spell out? Terminology, Samuel. Have you ever had to spell terminology no, in an audition? No, never, n- never in dance class even have I ever been asked to spell terminology. Can you spell Rondajam? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, ridiculous. R E N. I'm just kidding. I actually taught dance at Shamanad College Prep High School, and I did do dance terminology with them while I was in an academic setting. Well, as right. Well. That's true. That Academics a little different. Right. These kids probably barely go to school as it is. They don't need to be taking another test on dance terminology. <laughs> Just lift your leg and point your toe and hit it. And Nakaya was like, excuse me, you want me to spell what? I get her point, though, on, on the terminology completely, especially at the level of caliber that she's expecting or, or trying to be at. All the dancers should know their terminology, definitely. Mm-hmm. Abby wanted to trip her up a little bit, though. Right. I think she knew what a rendezvous was. She could do it. She's thinking, well, what can I do to kind of unnerve her a little bit? Because she always has to do that to people. Right. She, Abby could have easily gave, gave her a, a combination and said, I want you to do this, 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 and that. I wish she would have. You know what I mean? Versus saying, can you spell nice. pot de beret, bot ma, you know, like, really, Abby? Come on. Not original at all. Actually, you were reaching for that one. Right. I really wish that she would have had to do a combination or across the floor. Yeah. Because, I'd like to see it. Yeah, me too. I, I agree. I, I liked how she had her at the bar because, you know, the bar is the foundation of every dancer's, you know, <clears throat> abilities. And I, I like how she wasn't demonstrating. She called out things and expected her to know it. I think that definitely is a side of maturity, but I mean, at least have her you know, do a little bit more. She, I guess she did do, we saw her do some turns though. Yeah. Right. Some all the cones and it was like, and, a little... Mm. But when we saw her, okay, getting back to the divitude and the ferocity and, and sickening fierce ferociousness that these dancers are lacking, Kaya did, because when she was rehearsing with them towards the end of the show, I did, and as a dancer myself, I like to pinpoint people that are off the hook, and Kaya was a, a definitely more aggressive with her movement, I guess. More, like... It's about commitment, I guess, is what these dancers are lacking. Because I feel like there's just on the way in the on the way to what they're doing in the choreography. There's just, there's just no life behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to figure out a word to to depict what I'm thinking. But Kaya, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, there's no life there, behind it. It's just like it's very technical. Well, how old do you think she is? She looks a little bit older, like than the probably other kids. twelve. But right? I didn't yeah. see it. 
this week still. I didn't either. Just like Abby said, she still couldn't tell between her and Paige, and I couldn't tell either. The spark's missing, and I don't know what it is. And we were talking about this a little bit when we were watching the episode, is that we had a, had a debate going. Are they getting better? I think that they're getting a little bit worse. You know, right. maybe technically they might be getting better. I know Abby is doing some boot camp. We saw them doing some push-ups. <laughs> they're trying to do a little bit more ballet. Right. But you don't see them finishing the movement, and you don't necessarily right. see that light that we've seen before, especially with Chloe. Like, you know, when we saw her in the music video and we saw her auditioning for the Joffrey, she had this passion in her eyes and in her movements, and I don't know, what, well, one wh- point, where is it going? Well, one point I was going to say is, well, first of all, they're going to Hollywood. So we think about how long that flight is. You know, it's five, six hours. It's a full-day commitment, and this is only taking place over the course of a week. And I think I mentioned this before about how many different dances that they're doing and how hard it is to, like, probably remember what's going on, and all their schoolwork. I mean, these kids, they're just getting busier and busier and busier, and I think definitely their dance is being affected by it. But it would be boring every week to watch the show, and they're doing the same routine. Well, you have but to- shouldn't, it be, shouldn't they be used to that right now? Like, they've been doing it for years and years and years. There's a saying, you know, know, sometimes you take a step back to take two steps forward, Word. and maybe they're just in that kind of phase right now, Funk. you know, of improvement or kind of figuring it out. Exactly. Well, they're athletes at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. dancers are still athletes, and the fact that any athlete is going to be affected by a film schedule and by schooling and anything like that, you know? So the fact that they still do this and can even perform at the level that they are performing at is kind of amazing at the age that they're at. Mm-hmm. I think that the level of brainwashing that needs to happen in order to make these <laughs> kids um, even more amazing needs to be, the ante needs to be up because I'm... I, I, there's really no excuse for if they're going to all these competitions and they're supposed and Abby Lee has this, again her brand and her and her quality uh, and her integrity that's supposed to be off the charts out of this world. Those dancers need to be on their A game even when they're sleeping. Like they're they're Olympians, like you said, Sam. They're athletes. So Giselle, I agree. They're getting they're kind of like they're on a scale of one to ten. They were eight, seven. Six. Now they're six point five. I, I mean. By the season, are they not going to be dancing at all? Well, and their mom says that, you know, this is their life, and it really is. They've sacrificed jobs, don't you businesses, think some, Don't schools. you think some of the thing of dancing, sorry to interrupt, to get no, your, okay. like, emotion out when you're a dancer, sure. and you can speak on this too, is you do other things to sort of kick that in, whether it's an acting class, whether it's, like, you break down the choreography, and they literally tell you, like use some expression here, feel this here, or tell the story a little bit right. more. So I don't really think they're doing that extracurricular thing to go with. Well, you have to you have to consider, too, that uh, just as in any kind of media, these kids have to take class still. Although they're training with Abby and they do these, these girls also take other classes. They mm-hmm. do the conventions. They do the other classes that the other kids their age do. But when they are in class there's a film crew with them or there are 20 other girls their age that are all staring at them like oh my gosh that's Chloe from you know Dance Moms you know so there's that pressure is on even in the time when they should be able Mm -hmm. to focus and just train they don't get it well, hopefully, you know, they learn to put their game faces on. And, you know, not only are they doing that, but I visited the Abby Lee uh, website. And they're also kind of touring as well. They're right. they're being invited to other studios. And they're saying, if you want Abby Lee and the dancer of your choice or the dance mom of your choice to come to your studio, give us a call. Email right. us here. Wow. So they have, I know, they have a certain level worked. of celebrity. And they're able to afford things that they couldn't. For example, this was the first year that they had the scholarship program. Before, they couldn't. Hmm, I wonder why. Maybe right. because they had Hello. a TV show. But Brooke, what were you going to say last? So, just sounds like point. they're being overworked a little bit. That, well, I mean, <laughs> what like, you guys are saying, just overworking. Where's you know? the union when you need them, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's why Brooke and maybe a over. little bit of therapy. <laughs> I love that they're doing club <laughs> appearances. That's amazing, right? Like I would well, totally have them if I had a nightclub. Therapy, not, no, not club therapy. Not club. <laughs> 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. Group is like dance studio appearances. No, they uh, did full like nightclub appearances. One what? of them performed no. at a nightclub. It was an episode that wasn't that long ago, and mm-hmm. she performed at some club. I would hire her in two minutes. Could you imagine? Oh. Maddie was at Tiger Heat, wasn't she? Right. Nia, you're going to do that gosh, dance right here on this gosh. box. Well, Sam, get off the box. <laughs> if you're sitting at home and you're listening to this conversation, we want to hear what you're thinking. Do you think Nakaya belongs here? Do you think the girls are being overworked? Let us know. Leave a comment. Right now, our YouTube page is getting a little bit of a makeover. So hopefully we'll have that back up and running to you as soon as possible. But you can always find us on iTunes. You can find us on our new podcast app where you can get your favorite after show, Dance Moms. Um, download it directly to your phone. Rate us five stars. And we always leave, you know, read your comments, your tweets. You can tweet me. I'm always live tweeting at Giselle Ugardi. And um, yeah, so don't forget to find us there. And and also on YouTube, you can also take a look at uh, Brooke and Paige, who apparently are now singing as well. Singing this is a new, a new talent that I was unaware of. I thought it was of. cute, though. Yeah, hey, totally triple cute. triple threat? Well, double threat. I guess the acting is No, no, no. With but. the rate that they're dancing, 1.5 threat. <laughs> Seriously, 1.5. 1. 1. 1. Uh-huh. I thought it was cute. It was kind of like, like a filler, but I right. mean... Well, they're, that, they're cute together. Yeah, they're totally Paige cute. has to have something in her downtime while she's healing. Backup right. singer. Oh, yeah, and like Brooke, Brooke is going to need a cane by the end of the season. So she's going to need to do something. Something you know that's I mean? her backup plan. Maybe they'll start selling um, boot boot costumes. They should. <laughs> Dude, that's, I mean, Christy's got her own little online store. Maybe she'll start. Or not. No, it was Kelly. Never there's mind. a market for that. <laughs> there should. There's not for that. All right. So, well, moving on to insanity is what I'm calling it. Yes. Um, well, we have the dance. It's called "I Can See the Kite Flying." It's it's by this. It's a speaking word music. It's too much. Do you even call it music? Song? No. Spoken, 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 spoken word. Spoken word. Sorry. Um, it's got a lot of dark undertone. It's supposed to be taking place in an insane asylum. It's by the same author as their dance, which was Where Have All the Children Gone? Which was crazy. <laughs> I think, you know, this dance definitely does show how you were saying how they're missing the emotion behind it because they haven't really been taught that. Whether it's that they haven't actually experienced it in real life or they're not really taking the time to understand it. We've seen week after week, especially lately, that they'll be introduced to dance and they're like, I don't know what what's going on. I don't know what this the is about. Genre- Who's Anne Frank? What's what's <laughs> what is this? Because the genre's too mature for them, I think. For I them emotionally and for their maturity wise, they haven't experienced obviously well, no, actually they Maybe haven't the, experienced insanity. They, they, they should they, know what this is all about. They should know. Watching, they should know. Watching the performance though, I thought from the clips that they that they were showing, I thought the girls committed one hundred percent to the insanity. I mean there were some were twitching on the floor, faces, <laughs> dead much. faces. I agree with that, but I think that the content itself was She's almost inappropriate. It, but, though but the girls beating their heads on the floor at a at a face. Hollywood dance competition, they're are imitating life. That's how they probably <laughs> truly feel daily, and they're letting they're emoting, they're getting it out. Sometimes there you go. There's the dance therapy. But do you think maybe it was strategic because we clearly see that the level in LA for competitions is a lot higher than their other competitions that they've gone to? Do you think maybe this is just a way to stand out and set themselves apart That's for crazy. competition? Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. I, I think Abby is. She's always trying to do something completely ridiculous, like every single week, and so you, she just keeps trying to push it. But I honestly, in my opinion, in the last three weeks, maybe four, like the quality of dance, like the, the, especially the music selection theme, is not as good as it was in the earlier days. Like I even liked when they were like strippers and had like the thing. Yeah, I mean, they were like completely out of control. Like I like, and I feel like the music, if it's more like Show inspirational girls, and more like you know lyrical, I feel like the the dance like reads better. Well, it's not. 
But I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what did you think, Samuel? Of this From a dancer's point of view? Because I'm sure you've probably judged well, before as I well. I just think that the whole idea of it, like, I understand that the whole envelope was being pushed. That I mean, that she had to. It was Hollywood. They want to stand out. She's trying to up the ante a little bit based on not keeping the sale, like the same stale performance that they've done all the time. I just think that it it's a little bit outside of the box, even for what her girls. And I think I agree like with uh, what Jay said, you know, that the emotion was there. The girls were emoting. They were doing their thing. But it doesn't change the fact that even the level of what, even if they can do it, like, does is it right for what they're supposed to be doing at this at well, this time? And also the emotion that they were supposed to be doing was basically like blank absent-minded faces so but, that's i don't know if they were necessarily performing that i think they were just <laughs> they're good at that though you know what's Strategy. ironic about this is that this week i think abby acted the most rational i've seen her ever on I this agree. entire Agreed. show Agreed. yet she right. choreographed a dance about insanity so she was able to express her insanity through her choreography and didn't have to do it in class very well said yes. it's not what you do it's how you do it though and i think like sam you had talked about a bit being being too far out the box and inappropriate for these girls. I think that, again, going back to them lacking a certain kind of star quality in their choreography, if all those girls were committing and really putting on a show and really sold that number, we would have been so wowed by the performance in general mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have thought it was inappropriate. Yep. I agree. But because I agree. these girls are so young and they weren't committing, I thought it wasn't that bad. I mean, from the clips we saw, it was okay. I think because they weren't really 100% committing to it, that's why we're like, it left room right. for error or room for judgment of that nature to come and in. And room for improvement. Yeah, right. Right. totally. Granted, yeah. like you said, though, it, it's simply based on the clips that that we even saw. We right. don't really see the full dance. Right. And I'm all about like a good dark asylum dance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like to be fair, we're not seeing it from start to finish. You know what I mean? So yeah. like it's hard to like judge in little clips. Well, Maybe that's the challenge though for Abby. Maybe the more theatrical and creative she gets, the less the quality, you know, the quality of choreography suffers a little bit. We well, you know the reason well. why she picks the themes is because then she says, today, this week you're going to be in an insane asylum. So we all just start screaming while we watch the thing. <laughs> because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's but why. it did work for them, which we'll get to in a little bit. But, you know, the insanity was not even the number itself. It was everything that was going on leading up to when they got onto that stage. Hmm. For example, she lets Nakaya, who is nicknamed Nini, stay. I thought it was very funny how Kendall goes, I'm going to call you Laquipa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, uh, um, and then <laughs> we also find out for the very first time in Dance Mom's history that we have a single mom in the house, and she left her wife, not her husband. She's a mother right. of four. She's a lesbian. We had a gay moment. Yeah. And her nickname for herself is Black Patsy. What did you guys think of this nickname? It's supposedly after crazy quotes, you know, supposedly crazy stage mom Patsy Ramsey. Who, if you didn't pass. catch that, if you didn't catch that, that's after John Bonet Ramsey's mom. She was, you know, the little toddler in a tiara who unfortunately was murdered. Right. Was murdered. I mean, live your truth, but that's a little bit. That's a little bit much. Let's spin it back, though. That was a let, lot of bit much. Let's, let's spin it let's back. Let, let's let Jason take let's this Let's get one. into Nakaya, the person. Okay, first of all, I think she is exactly what Dance Moms needed this season. She's that that black... The, the, the wild, you wild said man. it. You said the it. The wild card. Go with but, it. But she is that, that presence that's needed. As far as her... I'm glad that she shut all those women up by saying... Because they were all talking, well, what do you do? Well, we know dance is our life. We quit. Okay, that's all great and wonderful you, that you, Dance Moms, live for your children vicariously through your children and, and gave up your life for this that's cool but she said you know she threw him for a loop um no i don't have a husband i had a wife er, silence and their jaws dropped i thought it was amazing because not only was she confident but she's like you can't fade this and there's no, and i think that is beautiful in its own right because all these women 
sit in their pedestals and talk about each other. And someone who comes in who's not as polished as Jill, Kelly, Mo, Mo, Monica, Melissa, Leslie, worst names ever, um, comes and is, and is confident. Worse than Kaya? Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> and she comes and she's just like, "What? Take, love me to, to love me, to hate me is to love me. If you can't if you can't get hip to my fro, my 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 everything, Blingy my whole lot of woman. That's a lesbian thing, dude. You, I mean, you know, sorry for you. And it was amazing. It was so refreshing. It, it's really? refreshing. I, yes. I agree with you, Jason. I also wonder on the flip side, though, if it was too much of this front of strength. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so much going on that sometimes I think people that come on that strong really have all these layers that they're just trying to protect themselves from a lot of, you know, sure. sensitivity or hurts. I mean, maybe, you know... I didn't get that, though. I got that she... Brooke, I got that she was like, whatever. Like, she... she I got that she was like, you guys are, are She horrible, is who she is. Take me or leave me. But I'm just... I'm, I'm even I'm even worse than you guys. I'm giving... I'm putting on a face because... the, the front. that's what I think. You're, I think you're right. I think she is putting on some sort of game face to kind of... Cover them one. Well, I think that she is trying to one up them. If you're going to be this crazy, I'll be crazier than you. Because sometimes she almost wants their respect out of a little bit of fear and intimidation. But isn't that how Abby operates, though? Yes, it is. So I also, you know, the show's Dance Mom, so it's Mm -hmm. very much. The, the, the crazy moms. That's what the whole show is about. And the, a new w- person walking in, and there's like, you know, the vultures up there looking down. I mean, they're just so like, it, it's so hard to like when you meet a new group. And like, for instance, he probably feels uncomfortable because we're so close. But you know what I'm saying? Look at him. He's out crazy. He's, yeah, he's sitting he's over there. He's trying to fit in with us. Gyrating on the floor. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? It's really hard to come into an outside group just of friends. Never mind, like, these girls are like out of control. I just didn't, I, I just thought she was just a little too much. And, even though they are competitive with each other and arguably sometimes living vicariously through their kids, which I don't think is always the case, but at the end of the day, they're supposed to be a team. Right. You know, they are supposed to be there for one another, Mm -hmm. and I just felt like she was even being condescending of like, oh, well, this is your life. Right. And their kids are their lives, and they are very grateful to their husbands who are being able to watch their kids at home, but she seemed so shocked to hear that they're there all the time and it's like well hold on a second you're you're saying that you're not a dance mom stage mom and your name's Black Patsy are you sure you're not favoring your one kid over the other one or have because, you never seen the show yeah right? you seem well, to have no problem giving up everything moving from Missouri to come to this place you know right, what I mean right. I'm not defending her I mean I think I think they're all screwed up um, but like as far as just her whole personality her, her whole entity on the show okay I don't agree with these women giving up their lives to be dance moms I think that's kind of weird. Like, you should be setting more positive examples by going out, having a job. Uh, to me, because I come from a single mom household, so I, my mom was a stage mom, and she still made a way by working. That I, th- right. Enough about that. Secondly, I think that, okay, is it because Nakaya was, not to play the racial card, because she was a, a bold black woman? What if she was Asian? Do you think? And if, and if they also brought another woman that would have been just like the other moms, it would have been boring. You can't want like, there's no one, they needed this, this it factor and this character to break up the boring monotony that is Jill, Holly, Molly, Monique, all those moms. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody agrees. Agrees with you. I don't yeah. think anyone thinks that right. she wasn't the right choice to come in, but just that she. I agree with her. That she was just a little much. When you could just like you could take a little breather. I say bring it on. More the more more more. <laughs> of course. I'm just saying. I also, of course, you think of course that. Jay says that. <laughs> I also didn't like how she talked in front of her kid too. Like she was like swearing and very like. Aggr- I thought that was. I always think that's inappropriate. She was acting, as, you know, in the stereotypical angry black woman voice. 
Like, but I hate to say it, know. but that's it's the truth, you yeah. know? Again, and, I'll turn this over we'll, to Jason. And we'll get to that. <laughs> she may have been we'll a little ratchet. We'll get to ratchet. that a little bit more later when she brings Holly into the mix. But um, she, tells, <laughs> she tells Abby that um, she'll do whatever it takes for, you know, Nakaya to be a part of the team. And two things that I thought were a little strange happened. First of all, Abby puts Paige and Nakaya side by side or switches them back and forth for rehearsal. And she even lets Nakaya go to Hollywood. What did you guys think about the way that Abby handled that situation? I didn't think that was strange. It's something that I feel if I was in Abby's place, I would have done myself. And especially when someone's injured. I think Abby cares about Paige and she doesn't want to injure her further, yet she still wants to win and have a full team. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. If Paige can't do this, then I have Nakaya. Do you think Abby should have articulated it a little bit more as to okay, Nakaya is the understudy; she's not of here permanently. Kelly stormed I would out. Say no, exactly. She's Kelly threw a tantrum. Abby's always like that, though. <laughs> right. She is not known for being articulate and being like you know using her words correctly when she makes her decisions. Right, it's black and white. <laughs> she doesn't want to feel that she has to. She's in charge, and she gets to say what goes. So she doesn't really have to explain herself. To and her she else. told that to the mom, like you know, she told that to Nika- mm-hmm. um, to Kaya that you act like the rest of these moms, you're out the door, too. I'm right. giving your daughter an opportunity. Here's your chance. Let's make this happen. The end. Well, you don't she like did it, say, hit it. Well, she said, come. I don't know if he'll perform. Right. She's yeah. honest. And you have to appreciate that honesty. Like, there's, I would rather have someone be consistent. There's nothing worse than someone who is waffable and always on the fence. You can't tell if they're a douchebag or if she's a, a hood rat. But if she's consistently mean and rude all the time, at least you know what to expect. And with Abby, you always know what to expect. Always. Always. And that's, always. And that's comforting. Well, what did you guys <laughs> think about? It's comforting knowing what to expect? Because I'm pretty sure she's stirs up the pot. Well, what did you guys think when she said, I can give a solo and I can take it away? Giveth a solo. Everybody's replaceable. Right, like she's the Everybody's dance Jesus. She's a do- it's dance like Destiny God. Shaw. What did, you th- what did you guys think about the bizarre lunch when oh. Kaya invited all the moms to lunch and her gaydar mm. went off to Melissa? Right. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I, I good, good for Kaya. I, you know, you know, I got to hand it to her. She's quite cunning and, and under and underhanding. And I mean, whatever. Maybe she genuinely wanted to to get to get to know the moms because I feel like she probably felt she went off, she got off on the wrong foot. She didn't want to get to know them. She wanted to get to know how she could get her daughter on the team. But they're all like that. You game Pete's game. You can't you you, you can't be mad at that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jill's comment was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole, I've been trying to get my daughter on this team and keep her here. Why are you trying to ask me yeah. how to get your daughter on the team? Right. And do you think I'm going to share my strategy with you? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Right. And ultimately, it doesn't come down to the parents anyway. So it's like, right. just let them drink and get crazy and just relax. Well, Abby's never specified that there's only a certain amount of girls that are allowed on the team. How come we can't have 10, 20, 15? We, they keep thinking that there's this one spot that one of them is going to get, whether it's Paige or Kendall or... Uh, Kaya. The pyramid would be off. Right. Oh, that's, that's oh, what it is. You gotta give there you go. point. And the national tour. So we, <laughs> so we need four more people. Yeah. We need four more four people, more people to, make a, to make the pyramid. We've got two. Pyramid. It was, was period all last week. Gee. Triangular. All right. Well, let's let's move on to uh, the competition. Or as Abby refers to it, the road to nationals. Um, we Let's see what happens. Oh, so Abby pulls Kelly aside, which I thought would never happen, ever. She actually gives Kelly a chance to speak, and we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier, is that for the first time ever, Abby's actually being rational and considerate. Weird. Um, <laughs> she must be exhausted. Weird. <laughs> Kelly was in denial. Did you guys think she was in denial? Yeah. What, yeah. me? 
who, what? I <laughs> reacted in hysteria? Slamming no, doors, screaming, screaming in the parking lot. <laughs> Kelly's completely what? lost her mind. She's been, last episode, she sat in the car. You know what I mean? She's just like, she's just so stressed. Like, she needs a little Xanax and maybe Something. a wine. Or so she needs to just breathe. I would have a drink before I went to that to watch my kid. Do you know what I mean? I think they all have at least one glass of well, wine. Last week, they're at the gay bar getting crazy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Taking shots. <laughs> yeah. The Kelly- night before the recital, very irresponsible. Did you even notice that was awesome. a full gay bar or no? No. Yeah, total gay bar. Me and Ryan were like, there, we're, there are no females. The, the moms are the only females in right. this bar. Oh. Right. And I don't think straight men would be like, oh, it's Dance Moms. Let me kiss their cheek. <laughs> like, Jill, I love you. You're so sexy on that Dance Mom show. Right. That's not happening. Right. Point that okay, toe. Okay, well. I'm, I'm curious. As, did your mom ever act like that? Mm, no. I mean, my mom is a choreographer and a dance okay. teacher. So uh, she, she was a little so more. So you were on... the favorite child in, yeah. the, in, the, in the class. <laughs> Sometimes. Are you were the Maddie. You were the Maddie. I, I was definitely yeah. had my Maddie moments for he sure. No, he was Abby Lee's daughter or son. Right. I mean, the choreographer. My mom was never that cutthroat, but she definitely. Um, I was never. I was in a different viewpoint having her. I, she was my teacher sometimes, and uh, so when you have that person, it's like I just. It came from a completely different point of view as totally. opposed to having like a, you know, a whip on you from a from a dance teacher. You know, it's different. Mm-hmm. There you go. Gotcha. Did you see moms like this though growing up? Yes, definitely. Uh, there's tons of mothers just like this all over the place and that's what's actually quite genius about the show honestly yeah do you think this style of teaching like choreography with like an iron fist is like really works or do you think there's a happy middle or like what do you think? I, I mean i'm all about a happy middle honestly <laughs> i mean i think that yes you should be strict there requires a lot of discipline to make someone really good but to go about it in the way that I think that Abby handles herself with the whole, like, I can give this and take this away from you, or, you know, it just seems a bit much when you're dealing with girls who have already proven how dedicated they are to doing what they want to do. They're going to be in there doing it no matter what. So it's like, you know, step back a few steps and just kind of, you know, let them excel without well having said. to really whip them to do yeah. it. You right. know? Very well said. It's it's hard. It's harder. It's easier said than done finding that happy medium, though, yeah. I think. Right. Definitely. Um, and speaking of dance moms, my mom just texted me. And she says, I love this show. So, uh, thanks, hi, mom. mom. Love you. What's mom's name? Best dance mom ever, Sammy. Hi, Sammy. I'm sure she'll call in at some point. Yeah. Call Not tonight, Sammy. though, because we have a full show. Um, hopefully, Jill from Dance Moms might call in, though. She supposedly has been watching us yeah, we and get the loving tea, yeah. it. So, yeah. we would love to have her on the show. Um, anyway, so we have Chloe, who has a solo. She has a lyrical solo called Glitz and Glamour. She fumbles a little bit, and then she nailed five turns. But the emotion still wasn't totally there. I don't think it ever will be. I think we need to come to it the conclusion that. It has been before, though. <laughs> it's been there before. I always argue for Chloe because I love no, her. I, know, I thought she was there. great. I, think Chloe, I thought Chloe, when I was watching her tonight, I was definitely into it. I mean, first of all, her technique is on. Mm-hmm. Um, she she has power in her dancing. It's just like you're saying about her face. It's just, But I think she has one of those faces that's just incapable of showing any other emotion. But she's done it before. But but were you all there, Giselle? I think maybe you saw something that really wasn't going on. No, it was not to, not today, not recently. I know in that episode. Do what I, I think though too. Go ahead, okay. sorry. Well, I saw her evolve on stage though today. I felt that she started out was kind of rusty and it was hard for her, but then by the end of the dance, it felt like she was comfortable and she was expressing herself. I think she's getting more strong technically each week, mm-hmm. but I also think that like this might just be me, but I feel like she's wearing way too much makeup and her hair is so in an updo so much that she always looks so much older than oh, just being 
up to than being like herself. That like right, be a little younger, a little cuter. Like you don't have point. to like like she she has so much. She has like drag drag race drag queen makeup on when for she's out there. sure. Yeah, it's a lot. Do you know what I mean? Got eyelashes, smoky eye, caked on spackle. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's something right. that I never thought lot. about before because she has been doing a lot of very emotional, serious dances. Right. And so more maybe than that's any, what she needs. More is, than any of the other girls too. Yeah. Like she has the most makeup on. Well, the confidence level is definitely going up for sure. Well, I hope so. Uh, Did you guys think it was interesting that Melissa didn't speak up at all about Maddie not getting a solo this week? And she really hasn't reacted to that. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. I, I didn't notice that either. But I think it just goes to show how, in some cases, Melissa can be more mature than mm-hmm. some of the other moms. She'll take what she's given. And, yeah, she'll fight for her kids. And she wants what's best for her kids. But maybe she's also liking the fact that Mackenzie's getting a little bit more attention lately. Right. And it's always been Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. So maybe that's why. Because Ma- Mackenzie had a solo this week. Do you want to know who else who hasn't been speaking up at all? Like, the past few episodes, I feel like she's going to explore some. Is Holly has been, like, really quiet, right? She hasn't, well, like, said hardly anything. Yeah. Mia was the top well. of the pyramid, and she won the scholarship. Yeah, things but are good in Hollywood. But still, it's like she hasn't really solo. been saying her opinion. Like, the full fights are breaking up with moms, and she's just like, I'm not saying a thing. Well, we heard her speak up a little bit at the end of this one. But I'm like, honey, bit. if you don't speak, you get replaced next season. Ask Real Housewives of New York. You gotta, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> you better start getting crazy. Well, <laughs> speaking of Holly, Mia got a solo. It's called yes. 20 Scat. It's contemporary, um, inspired by Josephine Baker, if I heard correctly. And it had no beats. No words, pretty pink costume, didn't totally understand that. But it was very simple and it was pretty clean. Abby said she made it her own. I, I loved the sassy smile at the end. What did you guys think of Nia's performance? It was good. I thought she she slayed it. Sam, I know you're saying that you you, you couldn't wrap your head around the costume, Could huh? Not. Sabotage. A 20s scat. I thought actually I thought the idea was great and I thought it was great for her. Um maybe like her mom said it was kind of a, maybe a little too mature for her, the concept might have been. But the costume, I mean Yeah. It was like a pink jasmine princess costume, mm-hmm. and she's doing it to like a no lyric twenties scat style piece. I have issues I with her. <laughs> to be honest, the with costume you. inspiration a little bit, but sorry, what what are your issues? Yes, right. What are your issues? I have a lot issues? of issues. I feel like that they give her terrible numbers and terrible costumes every week. She's doing something really. This number wasn't that bad. Like she like was like into it, but like normally she does these ridiculous numbers where she's waving her hands, doing like death drops on the floor. Uh-huh. Like why can't they let her like? <laughs> Be like lyrical and like a like a quote unquote like real dancer like the other girls like she always has some weird two bit number. She's not strong though. But I mean you you have to like try it every once in a while as opposed to like she's literally like this little hip hop girl that like does these weird crazy numbers and then runs off the stage. I, I think Abby's she... smart about that though is that she you know she wants to make Holly happy and prove that she is giving Nia attention and be supportive and so it would be weird to give her I think a ballet or a lyrical solo when her technique isn't all there so she's better at the acro and the contemporary where you can pull off having a sickle or a flexed foot because that's quote choreography rather than a mistake but I think you take her costume and Chloe's makeup and you have a full (laughs) drag queen right there it's just a little much for me like come on let's just like tone it down a little bit and let the girls dance maybe that's what's coming up for us next week maybe Maybe. I thought thought you never know with Abby Lee you never know I thought her performance was awesome I thought, <laughs> I thought her performance tonight was actually great. I I, she was, it was strong. I it, it was clean, but again, there was power behind her movement and there was commitment to it. It wasn't like she was just up there flailing around. Being, mm-hmm. Sometimes they look like rag dolls. She does. Jumping, you know? but she, and her smile at the end was like she was connecting. Yeah. Did you guys like it better than Chloe's routine? 
I liked Chloe's routine was different because it was darker, and Chloe technically was on point tonight. Chloe was definitely slaying everything yeah. on stage. So I, you really can't you really can't say you liked it better. I thought they were great in their own mm-hmm. right. Well, moving on, we had Mackenzie do Hollywood and Acro. She had a cute little gold star costume. She was energetic and she looked adorable. And then we had the group go, which we were nervous about. Abby waits until the very last minute. We're thinking she's going to choose one or the other. She ends up letting everybody dance. And rightfully so, because moving on to awards, the small group, which everyone was skeptical about in terms of what it meant, who was up on stage, they end up getting first place overall with small group. Chloe, though, gets fifth. (laughs) Nia gets tenth. Mackenzie gets third. I thought Abby was going to freak out, but lo and behold, we go backstage, and she gives Nia a hug. She congratulates Chloe on top five. She congratulates Nia on top ten. What? She's lost her mind. Maybe they're evolving. She's (laughs) on something. Maybe they're evolving. It was nice. Honestly, it was nice to see Abby be tender and have a moment with the... I I did too. It was nice. It was like, okay, cool. You know, she actually cares. When you see Abby smile, you almost breathe a sigh of relief, right? Right. You're like, ah, calm before the storm, you know? But But, it it was good. But she still gets upset and it's because they supposedly let the new girl take center stage when she... At awards, they asked who choreographed the dance for the first place, and the MC gave the microphone to Nakaya, and she said, Abby Lee. I didn't think that was that big of a deal. It's not oh, like oh. she stole the microphone. He put the microphone right, right in, in her, her face. mouth. Like, Were they right supposed to face. awkwardly go in front of her? Yes, that's exactly what, that's mean, what Jason and I for sure would do. I, I, I've, I've done be that like, before. Excuse me, who? Excuse me. Yeah, do you I know mean, what I mean? You know, know your role. Right. Well, Abby has to create a little bit of drama before the show's over, too. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Notice that she didn't say anything really even about them winning, though. And they won. I mean, she said a little, like, a little thing at the end, but... When they came in the room, the focus was on you let the new girl take the mic more than it was like you guys just won first as my masterpiece came to life. Yeah, you know? I just didn't. She wants Everything to do the competition, competition factor. That's, That's true. We're twins. But and then this is where things got cray cray. I'm not cray. even gonna say crazy. I'm gonna say cray cray. Got cray. Because Kaya then starts calling everyone different names: liar, loser, hater. And um, and she even calls out Holly for saying, "As a sister, you should be there for me." I loved it. It was Jason. so. It was so set it off. New Jack City. <laughs> yeah, back to you hood. again, Jason. I mean, but you know what? Again, she was keeping it. She was keeping. It, I'm not even say keeping it real. She was speaking truth, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, because those women were Name haters. Calling is not true. No, but she didn't start it either. Yeah, remember, go back she to how it. this started. L- Okay, she was wrong for calling calling the women names. You should never call someone out of their name. I agree, but as far as saying that they were especially haters, in front of their kids, they were liars. Well, that's that's but that's but nothing new. Think right. about how it started, though. It started with Kelly not really addressing her by name and ignoring her. Right. It started with Kelly assuming that she was there, that she and her daughter were there to take Paige's place, hmm. accusing her of that. Yep. So she started to defend herself, and then everything unfolded. I mean, these 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 moms need to tread lightly with this Kaya girl because she's not playing. And they were liars. They were haters. They were everything she said was the truth. But Hashtag does she deserve to stay? I think so. She how can how can they kick her out when these women are no better? Let's vote. <laughs> Does she stay? I don't like her. I, I think she's trashy. I think we need to see the girl dance. Yeah, I yeah, feel like I true. haven't even seen if her. Daughter the daughter's, if the daughter's whack, she's got to go. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. If she if she's booty, 
done. But until then, as right. far as far as this week goes, I think Kaya is what this show needs, and she checked all those women as they should have been checked, and that's how that, that's how that should have been She's done. She's definitely refreshing, that's, yes, to okay. say the least. I think refreshing is the wrong word. I agree. I think <laughs> refreshing right. is not, she right. gave me anxiety. Right. She's like a bitters and soda. <laughs> <laughs> She's what they needed in, in order to like stay on their toes and change the game a little bit and get everyone, you know back into what they need to but refreshing mm. yeah no she, she, maybe poor she, choice she, <laughs> she's right. a little spicy like she, she put some like waves her. in there you know I really mean, quickly we have a little news and gossip yes news and gossip <laughs> Well, Dance Moms is super successful. This show is holding the number one ratings in its time slot against any other rally show on TV on cable networks. So that's awesome. And it's a runaway hit for Lifetime. Yes. Um, according to, I have to break out yeah, my Yeah, I want to see the receipts. The, I, got, <laughs> Ryan, I, I got the receipts on that. Lifetime says that Dance Moms continues to be a runaway hit for its network. Currently the number one unscripted cable series in its Tuesday time period among women. Season two is over-delivering. Season one by a whopping 71% among adults 18 to 49 when 73 percent amongst women 18 to 49 and 64 percent amongst adults 25 to 54 season two (laughs) is also skewing towards a younger audience than season one with the median age of 32 what time does it air on the east coast um well probably like eight o'clock on the east coast i'm sure it doesn't say but i mean regardless it is a runaway hit and people are into it and it's definitely like sammy had said it's it's a guilty pleasure that people don't mind being into they're yeah. they're obviously obsessed with it we're obsessed with it you're all emotional tonight <laughs> i mean i'm really into dance moms yeah. that's why we do the show and this is the first time that after buzz has ever covered dance moms we started at half not even halfway more than halfway through the season and it has been a top five iTunes download every single week since its premiere. So thank you guys for that. Keep telling your friends, sharing it, rate us five stars, leave comments, tweet us. We love it. Um, before we sign off, I will let my co-host tell you where to find them. Go ahead, Ryan. Hi, everybody. I'm Ryan A. Carrillo, two R's and two L's. I'm so entertained on Twitter, so tweet me. Brooke. And I'm Brooke Papinga at Queen B three. Queen BP333. <laughs> Sam Garfield. I'm Samuel Garfield. You can find me on Twitter at, at Samuel Garf. And what's what do you have going on right now? What what's uh, well plug, currently what um, one of the films that I just uh, wrapped up with earlier this past year uh, is called uh, Joshua Tree 1951, a portrait of James Dean. I have a, a supporting role in that, and that has been getting thank you very much. Uh, it's been quite controversial but um, at the same time it's been getting a lot of good critic review it's um, currently in the festival circuit and you know fingers crossed on it up to bigger things um, is there a release date? Uh, we'll see about Glee the you know new season is going right now and um, have no word yet but again you know keep an eye out for it Perfect. Right, sure. I think you should have worn the jacket here, though. I know. Oh. I, was, I, was, I was hoping you'd come with the we'll jacket. We'll have to have you back another time. Uh, we'll and see. bring your own warbler. And I'm Jason J. Carter. You can follow me on Twitter at JJC Forever. Tweet me, and I'm just learning how to get a handle on Twitter, so I'll probably tweet you back or delete you off Twitter. One of the two can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I got issues, y'all. For real. Issues. Hashtag issues. Issues. And I'm Giselle Ugardi. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Giselle Ugardi. Find all the links to my other projects. But thank you for joining us, and we'll see next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 